Hello and welcome to the Counterpress Podcast. I am your host, Kirk Kinsey, and with me tonight to celebrate is Josh Cacho. Josh, how hard are you partying tonight? I mean, I'm going to finish this bottle of water after the podcast and go to bed. But Ooh. you know, you know, <laughs> solid night, it. solid night for <laughs> the the late night dad crew over here. You know, yeah. So, you know, daughter's in bed already. We're just kind of winding down. You know, but at the same time. It's it's one of these situations where again it's it's anytime you beat the galaxy it's a good day, right? And so, yeah. um, especially in this situation, uh, you know, it's crazy enough. Like I said, I think when you go back to our preview show, this is kind of how we expected things to play out, um, and it fortunately bounced the ball bounced in the right direction, right? Un- unlike some of the other ones, right? It was yeah. the scenario was hey if it, if the galaxy score first, it's going to be a little bit tough. If we score first, we'll be able to likely withstand anything that they come they come back at you with, right? So, right, right. You know, we're it's it's good to be an LAFC fan tonight, to say the least. Yeah, yeah. I, I um, I mean, I don't want to say sub to counter press, but sub to counter press, right? We, <laughs> I think we were pretty accurate in how we in how we laid this one out. Um, they they were able to score first, right, and then at that point it's just dealing with the moments that galaxy tend to get against LAFC. Yeah. And they, I mean, I would, I would say that both goals that they scored are, are, are solid. The first two goals that is, and then, then you get one of those big moments from who is maybe the brightest star for LAFC right now. And Chicho Arango, um, Belonga's making, <laughs> making the case for himself here late in the season. But, um, a special win for LAFC to be sure. And I don't, it wasn't without, um, without a lot of effort. It's not like galaxy just came in here and like we kind of discussed sometimes they have a propensity to just roll over and die when you jump on them early, but they battled, they've equalized and they, I think it was like the 85th minute that Jovlich got his goal. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, it was a well-earned victory. Yeah. I mean, and again, this is not the same, Galaxy team that's so reliant on on Zlatan to you know to save them right yeah. um, you know again for as much as we you know will hate on Gigerito or whatever and, and how he handled himself right and comparing him to you know like LeBron's antics in terms of how he carries yeah. himself um, you know that combination with him and Pooch has been great right and, yeah. and again it, it, yeah. if anything. You know, you have to pay attention enough to the point where it's going to free up opportunities for other guys to capitalize. Mm-hmm. And you know, in this particular situation, guys did right. I mean, and Jovalik just deserves deserves better, right? I mean, that guy, that guy should be a you know should be playing more for you know another playoff team. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Put him like Jovalik goes to Philadelphia. I mean, I'm not sure who beats them, Ooh. right? Like something like that, right? Because mm-hmm. again, it's he's just it just feels like he's underutilized because they have to pay Chicharito so much at this point. Like you said last night, Josh, you called it. He's he's needy. Chicharito is needy, right? Oh, I mean, that, that's how he plays too, right? It's like he has to be fed. He yeah, he's, he's not going to get his own, right? You know, but <laughs> but at the same time, he is the deadliest of finishers, right? If yes. you give him if you give yes. him an inch of space. And fortunately tonight, right, they they really didn't give much room for for him to operate. Mm-hmm. You know, and again it took um a couple flukes, right? Like on the on the first goal, it's a kind of a poor clearance from from um Segura. Yeah, kind I mean just it's definitely to, on Segura here. Yeah, he's just trying to I, flick I think, it out. I think the midfield could have been pulled back a little more to add pressure, but like it's, it's Segura. He's got to be mm-hmm. better about that clearance. You know, and then, I mean, and the second one, that's just Jovlich being really good. Get like, what are you in the midfield and Jovlich yeah. is there to pick up a ball that was probably meant for Chicharito, but like this is a dangerous player in a dangerous area and you, Absolutely. you feed and them with midfield play. Yeah. And so at that point, like, what are you going to do? I mean, like there's, it's one of those situations where, you know, you can only, like you, it's the playoffs, right? You're you're expecting people's best shot. That was the yeah. Galaxy's best shot, right? Like yep. they controlled a lot of the possession, especially in the first half. You know, we t- we we t- we tended to sit back a little bit deeper. You know, absorb pressure, especially because you're getting you're not your press is going to come undone. And I think 
this is something that I, while both of you and I agreed tonight that Dolo probably got out coached, especially late game. Mm-hmm. In the early game, I think he actually did a fairly good job of understanding what he has at his disposal, right? Yeah. In the sense that Bob has been so idealistic, right? That even if you had Ch- it was Chicho and Vela, he's expecting them to press and do these things and, and whatnot, which just does not fall within their greatest strong suit at this point in right. the, you know, at this point in Vela's career. And again, for Chicho, it's just not, you know, again, it's not his first thought. Let's put it that way. Right. He's not, we're not dealing with a Roberto Firmino here. Right. And in terms of like, he wants to get stuck in like a, like a midfielder. Mm-hmm. Right. But at the same time, you know, you see, you know, Dolo kind of take that, take that more pragmatic approach and see them pull back into a mid block four four two, right? Kind of just absorb pressure and then, you know, wait for the reality make to make a mistake. And then, you know, they, they make a lapse on defense there. And then Vela, you know, creates a moment of brilliance. Right. You know, and and you know, Denny's there to finish it off. Yeah. Right. So, you know, again, the the upside of that that particular this crew together actually is that they can that they can beat you in multiple ways at this point, right? It's not you're not expecting him to have to just come at you, play through the middle, you know, play possession football, do these things that you know we had come to expect, right? This team can hit you on the counter, right? the The third goal was my my favorite, or no, not the third goal, second, the second goal, right? Was the one where you're just like, oh man, right? Like. You know, it's 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 good. The you know, Sifu picks up a ball in the midfield. You have Mahala just flying all over the place, causing causing havoc since he comes into the game. You know, and then you see Danny finish that one off. Right? It, it's you know, again, it's it's what you would expect from a good attacking team in that particular one on the counter press, right? So it's it's one it's one of these situations where if you actually get back to LAFC of old in terms of the the philosophy and the style of play, in terms of putting pressure on and those types of things the crew to do it is not the one that we would consider the most talented, right? Mm. It was that one that we saw late in the game with Chicho, um, Denny and, and uh-huh. Pogu for, you know, yeah. for that matter. And then, you know, Sifu, Acosta and Ilya are going to do their thing in the midfield. But again, I think the one thing we could probably have, right, is again, another guy who can sew that midfield together even more so. Remains to be seen what's going to happen. Obviously, we're, there's still other things to think about in terms of the next game. But again, you have to wonder what what that's probably where you're going to see the most turnover. I would assume heading into next year is in that midfield. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll save those discussions for uh, when the job's finished, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, it, in terms of this game, I do think. Um, like you said, I do think Dola was a bit outcoached there towards the end of the second half. I think when you go up one nothing, Keelini needs to come in immediately. Not that he's going to stop that goal from Jovalich, but in terms of like sending a message to the team, like, hey, this is what like we're defending now. Like that's what this is. We're going to kill this game off, right? Um, you send him in there, and you probably make a sub for. I, I don't know. It's probably a forward that you pull off, right? And like we talked about last night, you go to back five or, or even you just pull off Maria or Segura because they're both on yellows. Um, yeah. I mean, you probably could have pulled Sifu off at that point. They, they definitely needed right. subs in the midfield. And again, they just don't have any. Yeah. Right? I mean, no, no, no. I meant Sifu for Chiellini at that point. Right. And then, Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like Sifu, Sifu could have used a sub. Yeah. Um, like once sure. Denny once Denny hits that second goal, right, and you know Jovic is coming on that at that point, that's when I would have expected a counter move of Keelini coming on. You play, get in, get stuck in in a back five, yeah, right? or yeah. you or right, you play a a back three and then have Hollingshead and and um, Palacios pinch into the midfield to just plug it up even more so, like we talked about yesterday, and just make it really difficult to play yeah, through yeah. at that point. So, you know that that again. That's probably the one thing, and, and you have to be obviously be weary of it because if this is if this is Jim Curtin with that Philadelphia team, I think they're more likely to make you pay um, because again their defense is a lot more stout comparatively 
to the galaxy who you know you know they're they're gonna be able, they're gonna ship a goal you know yeah. like yeah. they're just as prone to giving giving one up as they are to scoring one yeah and i mean to be honest that's the only reason i bring it up is because you still have to get through either uh dallas and or austin and then mm-hmm. philly or nycfc right so it's just a it's a different you're you're going to need at some point some help from the midfield. I, I maybe not. Maybe maybe you get through the next two games and you don't have to make any midfield subs at all. I mean that's ideal, right? But that continues to be the one area where you think to yourself, "Oof, just just one more impactful player would be nice." Um, but again, like this is a night for celebration. There's no need to nitpick this one. Um, I think one thing that Dolo got very right tonight was coming out in the second half. Uh, that team was on fire and they were putting up really hard challenges, earning yellow cards. Right. And, and I, I use the word earn because they, they were like, they were, they were hacking guys down. Uh, it was hard fouls. Like you talked about last night with Kobe and Powell, right. In the 2008 Olympics, this is, they came out and they set the tone and they changed the complexion of the game where LA or where galaxy had a lot of the ball in the first half. They had a lot of the ball in the second half too, but they, we didn't get as much going in the attack. And I felt like coming out and setting that kind of tone, playing with some physicality is something that we really haven't seen from LAFC before. Normally it's all just kind of like finesse showtime. Right. And, Tonight, it was kind of refreshing to see them come out and just lay the smack down on somebody in the first 20 minutes of the second half. Yeah, and, and again, maybe maybe it's something similar to what we saw earlier in the season, right, where where the goal was basically to get you to burn out in the first half, right, and then just hit you with this force in the second, mm-hmm. right? And obviously, you're down, you're down, you know, Gareth Bell's not available tonight, right? Vela comes off you know, comes off injured in the 60th, 60th, somewhere in there, 60 or 70. Maybe in a little bit later than that. Yeah. You know, but obviously Vela comes off and it kind of probably takes the, takes the wind out of your sails a little bit there, you know, but yeah. I think, I think you're right in the sense that they, they definitely came in the second, you know, having, I don't know, having conserved a bit of energy in the first, you know, knowing that, okay, if we can get out of the first without, you know, it's like what we always wish we, Bob would do. Right? It's like get through the first half, let let everyone settle, and then turn it up, right? And this kind of right, what you saw tonight right. was, was like they got settled. They also got that early goal, which is nice as well. Um, you know, then they can turn it up into the second. You know, like I said, obviously you give up that goal to Grants here. Um, you know, on on a bad clearance, and then the Jovic one. I'm thinking, I'm not sure you could. There's a whole lot you can do with it, but it the you goals from the LA field. That's all yeah. you can do. But the the goals from LAFC felt like they were coming as well, right? Like it wasn't one of those ones where we yeah, felt like they yeah. were searching for opportunity, right? Because it's, you know, a lot of times when we criticize the midfield, it's a matter of the midfield's not creating, right? Mm-hmm. Or not linking play or that sort of thing. Yeah, the 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 midfield turned over a ball, right? And they're in a, in a bad spot there, right? Again, the... Like, is it, you know, some, it's some concern moving forward, you know, something that they're going to have to look at, but at the same time, the midfield did do a fairly good job of getting the attack into transition, right. You know, and transitioning yeah. from defense to offense and getting the guys off to the races. Cause I mean, I don't know how many times, especially in the second half, right. You just see that isolation of Bwanga out wide, like as a true winger versus, versus Araujo. And then the same thing on the other side with, um, with Edwards, right? Like I said, you were throughout the game. There was they were they had space to operate, you know, and they, and they were giving them opportunities. It's just a matter of now them finishing, right? So, yeah. yeah. And again, a little bit. I I take your point in terms of like I said. Obviously, we're we've been harping on this midfield for a long time in terms of not necessarily in terms of what the starters are, but more the depth or what just having that next gear to go to when you need it right? in terms of sewing it together. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like I said, I, I this team does have enough talent. Like, because I just remember Liverpool in 2007, 16, 17, before they, you know, went on their run there, where they had, you know, like people were like, where's their 10? Right? Who's this guy? You know, who's this 10 that's going to really sew it all together? And their 10 was just to get the ball out to the wings and let Salah and Mane just wreck people. 
right? Yeah. And Firmino dropping in and sewing together. Now, I don't. We don't have a, a nine that sews it sews it all together for the wingers, right? But I think we have a our right wing right now that is capable of doing that, and I think we'll continue to. It's just from again. I think the the drop off defensively right now for Carlos Vela is is a bit rough, right? Again, because you just see how much more intense they're able to play. You know, like you get bursts bursts of it from Carlos, but you just don't. It's just it's you know again he's it's not young, right? Versus you know you see Mahala go out there and he can just give you everything in that last you know twenty minutes of the game. Yeah, yeah. You they, you don't need a ten. You just need. A midfielder who creates that's all and right now you have it you have enough you just don't have the ability to make a sub that's all that's all we're saying mm-hmm. um all right uh, i don't even know what else to get to um want to take a moment and uh recognize raheem edwards for just being so annoying like everything about that man is annoying to me. <laughs> like the way that the way that he bounces when he walks, so that it makes his his like little ponytail bounce. It drives me crazy. Uh, the way that he talks smack to the thirty two fifty two drives me crazy. The way that he dribbles the ball everywhere all over the field, only to lose it, drives me crazy. Makes me I'm, happy now, but I mean Raheem is gonna Raheem. But what's what is what you can't forgive is that announcer who was like, "Oh, he's the best left back in the league." I'm like. <laughs> Who said that? One of the announcers, and again, I, in, in the game tonight, in the game tonight, was it talking about Landon Donovan. Raheem Let's Edwards talk about was, that too. Landon Donovan on the call. What yeah. the heck? I mean, you know, he can go home crying now, dude. He you was know, so like, silent. He was yeah. so silent after Chicho's goal. It was a thing of beauty. Like Chicho scores that goal, and you don't hear another thing from him almost for the entire broadcast. And it would like the silence. It's one of those moments where the silence is actually deafening, right? Where yeah. John Strong's talking the entire time, and Landon has nothing to say because you just know he's he's like combusting internally. Oh, that I mean, is, and, and and it's you know to me the greatest celebrations of all time is always the finger to the mouth, right? Yeah. Like you know, yeah. just shushing the crowd because again, it's the ultimate, it's the ultimate fu moment, right? Like in in sports, yeah. like there's nothing like it where Everyone, it's you against the world, and you just shut the crowd up, right? Yeah. Like, again, that 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 silence means more than any, you know, almost means more than any you know roar of the crowd could ever give you, right? Yeah, you know, at least in, at least in terms of the how it feels as an athlete, you know. But um, but yeah, you know, like I said, it it was. But again, one of them was like, yeah, you know, Raheem Edwards, you know, was one of the, you know, I, I want to thought he was one of the best left backs in the league, and I was like, are we talking about the same person? First of all, because again, Cheeky's outplayed just about everyone at left back this year. Yeah, but then we're not even it, talking about Kai Wagner. Kai Wagner, right? Right. right. Is, is, like is probably assists. he is the best left back in the league right at this point. Yeah. So again, like the list is pretty far before you even get to. I think you you move Ryan Hollingshead back to the other side of the field before. He, before yeah, uh, Edwards gets gets on that list. 100% you do. LAFC have two left backs better than him. Yes. And uh, one of them is right-footed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like that's, yeah, I you at least go 10 deep before you need to mention Raheem Edwards. Mm-hmm. I, it's, yeah. it's one of those things where it's like, um, people are so enamored with dribbly players. They just are. They love it, right? Even though it amounts to nothing, it's like, oh yeah, they they dribbled, they had they had this great run dribbling, and it, like that's you can appreciate that for itself. Just like Chicharito, right, had this had this pretty amazing run from the midfield, and he got through like three or four tackles, only to give the ball up eventually. But um, like you can appreciate that run just for itself, mm-hmm. and that's but, all you get from Raheem Edwards. Yeah, he scores one about- goal this year, and every and like. We're still talking about yeah. it. Like I mean, the that. problem with Raheem, right, is that is like when he gets up the field, his positioning is so bad that there's there is no recovery, right? Yeah. And it's not a matter of like, oh, he they they had him pushed high, you know, like the way that some of these fullbacks get pushed up high, right, and then you know they get played in behind. He will try and dribble it himself, cut inside, lose the ball, 
And now not only have you has he lost the ball there, but now you're getting everyone has to account for your your terrible decision making. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And again, it it's one of those things where it's like his presence actually I he him being on the team is what got Bob fired, in my in my opinion. Dude, the fact that Bob stuck by him for so long is quite possibly the most damning thing about what Bob did last year. Because it was so obvious what would what would go on with that. No, but I mean at the same time there were LAFC fans who were defending him tooth and nail as well, which I, I know, didn't but get. dude, it's because it's because they see a dribbly player and that and that's it. That yeah, like everybody just becomes enthralled. Like, oh he out dribbled them. Yeah. Dribbly player makes uh, makes it so we lose three one. Yeah. Like probably six matches. <laughs> Because he's out of position, and then their right wing can just take it full advantage. Counterpress is going to keep fighting the good fight. I can promise you that. We are going to convince people that possession through the midfield is the is the way to win. I promise. Um, yeah. All right. I mean, I, I'm I'm just pumped about this game. Uh, like you said, anytime you beat the Galaxy is a great day. Uh, to do it in the playoffs makes it even better. And to do it in a convincing way, I mean, it's a 3-2 scoreline, but like, it, it did seem like LAFC had the winner in them after mm-hmm. Jovlich, even after Jovlich scores, right? Um, just, a, just a special special night. The fact that it's Chicho is great. Um, a lot has been made about his defensive liabilities. And like you said, uh, you know, he and Vela out there together aren't, they're they're not going to enable a super organized press. They're just not. That's not who they are. Um, but I mean, what what else what else do you want from this guy? Oh, he's, I mean, he's, I mean, he's he's done everything he needed to. I mean, not that my opinion matters, but he's silenced any any yeah. any uh, criticism I had of him. Again, he's like he's figured out a way to make it happen because. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess what else do I want from him? I want, you know, a brace against yeah, Dallas or Austin and a hat trick in, in MLS Cup. Yeah. I mean, I think the weird, I mean, the thing with Chicho, right, was it was, my question was more, it's like, can, does he fit with with Carlos more so than is he a good player, right? Like, we know he yeah. can do his thing. I just didn't know if it was one of those things where it's like, if the fit was, if it was the best possible fit right mm-hmm. in terms of how mm-hmm. he played right in terms just because you know that you're not going to get defensive production from carlos so you got to have someone that would do something and yeah. when neither of them are right and then at least but at least like we're t- i mentioned earlier we have dolo being willing to be a little bit more pragmatic when those two guys are on the field together and play a little bit different way yeah well and i think i think that's it though right like do they fit together in a high press system? No. But do you have to play a high press system? No. <laughs> right? You can have some pragmatism. You can look at your you can look at your roster as it's constituted and say, hey, this is how we get the best attacking team out there. We may have to defend a little bit differently. And we're gonna do that. Right? Like this is what everybody wants from their national team coaches as well. And there's there's similarities there because you're limited on the personnel you can have in MLS and with national teams, right? So you say, this is the reality of what we have. We're going to have some shortcomings here and there that we can't overcome just by throwing money at the problem. So this is what we're going with. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I it, it, it's not that hard for me. Yeah. At to, one point, I think they were like set in like a four five one, right on defense, right? And just kind of just looking to hit on the counter. So I was like, it was interesting. Like I said, it was just not, not what we've come to expect. But at the same time, it's a welcome sight all at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Try something a little different, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, I, I don't have anything else. Like, it, it was a great game. Uh, nervy, but ultimately a lot of fun, right? I would be saying something completely different if Galaxy had scored the third goal, not LAFC, but here we are. So No, I mean, it, it's, it's one again. Like we, were, we mentioned earlier, there's always more to talk about when we lose, but it is that much more fun to not have, like I said, the silence means all the world, right? So like yeah. we're more than happy to not have to ramble on for an hour about how poorly we played, you know, in, because the other result is that we beat the galaxy and we're headed on to the next round. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, like looking forward, 
Yeah, the LAFC have were given a gauntlet in terms of like their path to MLS Cup, right? Because you had to play the winner of Dallas or Austin, and they've lost twice to Austin this year. They they lost once to to Dallas, drew them once, and beat them once. And then you're going to draw uh, Philly or NYCFC. Like it's not going to be easy. So uh, if they if they win it, which we both hope that they do, it will have been well earned. It's not like they got any help getting through uh, in terms of um, like a, like an easy draw. So yeah, I mean it's very it, it's to me it's reminiscent of the what's it called the um, CCL run. Absolutely right. Yeah. Um, but this time I just feel so much better because our, I, we just have more horses. I think we're not trying to run out, you know, Mac and, and, uh, Latif out there, you know, in the midfield and praying that something would work or whatever it may be. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like last thing you mentioned Mac, um, again, I think this signing is like, continues to go under the radar, but Kellen Acosta has been such an important piece to this team. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously gets the, I guess it's probably considered a hockey assist. Maybe, maybe it's not because I, I, I guess Boanga's rebounded shot that falls to Chicho is just at a shot, but uh, you know, service on corners was good. Found Sifu on a free header as well. Um, plays well in the midfield. Uh, and ultimately it was just a trade for Mark Anthony K, yeah. who isn't even with the Rapids anymore. He's he's reunited with Bob in Toronto. Um who are Toronto and mm-hmm. were terrible this year. Um so man, what an upgrade from JT in that position. Really. Yeah, I, and really a lot of the good time. stuff that he does, right, goes unnoticed. Yeah. Right? Because again, he's he's generally the shuttler. Yeah. Right. In terms of how how he plays and what he does, right? His his job is basically just to link link it all together, yeah. and he does a fair good, a fairly good job of it. It's just now, right? Who's the when he brings it forward, right? And that's the one thing that we love about him comparatively to to K was he picks up that ball deep, and will take three or four dribbles, right, before firing that pass forward or trying to find the next move, as opposed to, you know. Mac, who would just basically hit, he's like basically playing. Yeah, everything was everything was forced, right? Just kicking a ball against the wall. Yes, right. If it's not there for Kellen, he's gonna he's gonna recycle. He's gonna circulate the ball. He's gonna do something to keep the possession alive. Yeah, dare I say he's he's our Jordan Anderson? (laughs) (laughs) Of course he would. The guy that everyone again, you don't you you either people will hate on him because they don't know what he does, but again, he's the one that, that 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 just kind of keeps it together i don't yeah. know yeah all right let's get to some questions here Corey at we don't post ever what's the deal with our midfield bad tactics or are we just outmatched is there a solution that doesn't involve another dp uh the deal with the midfield is is it is partially tactics because i think it is um we just talked about Kellen Acosta not being as rushed as Mark Anthony K, but I still do think that a lot of it is rushed through the midfield. I don't think there's much patience between the three of them in letting plays develop or playing back into the midfield to free up guys on the outside and then play back out to them. Um, no bet on, on whether or not you need a DP there, uh, Good vibes only from here on out until until the season's over. When the season's yeah. over, I'm willing to entertain that those roster questions. Yeah, I mean, I think with with the midfield, I I, I just don't think they're asked to be that right now, right? Like, yeah, no, th- that's what I mean, right? It, they're they're not asked, they're not tasked in the right way for me. Mm-hmm. Like to me, like they're tasked to just just be a platform and let the, let the front three do their work, yeah. right? And when the front three are cooking, they're cooking. And when they're not. It looks bad because they, it looks like the midfield aren't aren't doing anything to help them either, right? Yeah, so I think that's yeah. kind of the weird conundrum you're in, and uh, you know. But again, I think 
part of it is like the way that teams had started to play against LFC where they're just by they just bypass them and when you're in that high press and you're and you're trying to create off of that. Now now you kinda you know, so there's a little bit more long balls, a little bit more just you know, one just longer you know, long like a switch out to the out to the outside and then let Vela re switch it again if if need be to Buanga. Right. So yeah, yeah and it's just it's just different. Right. And and I think they're it's it looks better than it did right during the slump. Let's put it that mm-hmm. way. Right. So again, like they're still winning games. We won. We're headed in the right direction. You know, until then, until 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 I have a reason to be mad about it, you know, again. Like Yeah. You know, we don't it, want any they, of that bad juju. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh Juan Pablo Hernandez at Wonderful. So glad we shut up Greg Vanny doubting us in his halftime interview. Bye-bye to Raheem the Snake. Yes, my man. Going after Raheem. Love it. Main takeaway, we found a way to win. Gotta love the playoffs. Next up, Taco Cup against ATX. Is Austin already through? I They still no, have to they play. play tomorrow or something like that. Okay, right. Or this weekend, and then yeah. the, the next game is the following Dallas, weekend, right? Dallas is going to give them a hard time. Yeah, I Probably. that that's that's gonna be a good match. Because that again, people sleep on Dallas, but they have they're similar they're similar to LFC in the sense that they just have a lot of guys. They make you know, they have Legit, they have Pomical, right? They have Ariola, they have a bunch of guys who have you know, Matt Hedges, they have a bunch of guys who have been around yeah. and are gonna make it really difficult for you. Right? They're not gonna you know, like I have a, a, a sinking feeling. I don't even if it's sinking. I just have a feeling that, like, you know, one of those one of those guys is just going to wreck Derusi to start the game, right? Yeah, I mean, same I would, thing I, would I called much for in our game. Dallas, to be honest, but huh? I would rather see Dallas for sure. Um, I mean, again, I think the way that Austin plays gives us more problems, right? Yeah, but I, I do think yeah. I do think that Dallas is more built for the playoffs. In the same way that this LAFC was more built for the playoffs than other LAFC teams in the past, yeah. um, because again, I think you know, like I think Jose Mourinho talked about it before, you know, all the time, right? And it's just like you can play pretty football, but do you always win? You know, you're gonna win championships. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like a parking the bus wins you, wins wins the cup exactly the same as as getting out and playing pretty. You know, ultimately the only thing that matters is that you get the job done. Right. Right. Um. Speaking of the talk calling at the Taco Cup, I, I think Austin is probably the team that, in terms of corniness, gives Chicharito a run for his money. Right, like everything Chicharito does is so is so clearly planned and marketed, and it wouldn't surprise me if it was focus grouped as well, <laughs> and like the whole celebrate with breakfast tacos thing in Austin. Oh my gosh. It's just, that's, it's just awful. All right. Yeah. Tom Camilleri at Bronx fan seven. I've been to quite a few sporting events in my life and that was probably the most insane 15 plus minutes I've ever witnessed. I'm getting stuck or I'm stuck getting out. Can I get some gifts of Landon Donovan's brain trying to process what happened? No, because they wouldn't show him on camera <laughs> and he wasn't talking. <laughs> so he was done. But yeah, that last 15 minutes was wild, man. Wild. Three goals. LAFC taking the lead twice. Um, incredible. I mean, Chicho going in the stands to mack down on his wife. Is he married? Is his girlfriend? Wife or girlfriend, one of the two. Yeah. Mm. Just, just fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, it's LA, right? What else yeah, can you say? Yeah, it's LA. Absolutely. Right. You know, and then you have Denny Blanca come in from the top rope and just jump on top of everyone. Jumping on like, top of the scrum. What dude, is going on? So awesome. You know, so, so awesome. it's like, yeah, I mean, the last time I saw the bank like that was that Leon game, right? Where yeah. it's just like everything is exploding. And, you know, people, again, I, I just remember when Rosie hit that shot, my buddy and I like running in down, up and down the concourse with our like, chickens yeah, with their yeah. heads cut off just because it was just so nuts, you know, and this makes it, even better because it's the galaxy and then the way that you did it in extra time, you know, just makes it that much more special. Yeah. Extra time in the North end to score both those goals in the North end, to be honest, it's just like, Oh, just perfect. Just absolutely perfect. 
All right, the Bacchanal. And breathe. That was that was crazy. I had so many notes ready, uh, then had to delete them. <laughs> uh, when Chicho scored, just wow. Um, yeah, I mean, you got to throw a lot of it out the window, right? This is one of those things like, as a coach, sometimes you want to make it, you want, like, you see something you want to make an intervention, then it ends in a goal, and you're like, well, it's like I, was, I would love to correct this behavior, uh, but it worked. So, what are you yeah. going to do, right? Um, yeah, just live it up, man. Just yeah, I mean, I, th- I think the own one of the few valid criticisms that we just want Keolina earlier. 100%. Right. Like, give me Keolini whenever Yova comes in and. You know, we probably win it at you know. You probably win it at, at ninety. Dude, it's 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 kind of crazy to me that he doesn't feature until after Chicho's goal, right? Where it's clearly just like a time wasting sub, um, and a bit of a curtain call for Chicho. But the fact that like you were off for two weeks and he doesn't start at home on the grass, like doesn't even doesn't even get thirty minutes. Um, I mean, it works, so whatever. But it's a that's a it's a little odd to me that he isn't yeah. feature. That that like I said, I think that's the only one where it's because like it, he's of the new signings. I mean, Buanga notwithstanding, um, but between of the big the big name ones that we were everyone yeah. had was buzzing about between him and Bale, right? That was he was the one that looked like it had panned out, right? Like Gareth Bale is still up in there. We don't know. He's hurt. He's not playing. Has he didn't do too much, right? Yeah. But Chiellini looked the part, played the part, did everything, and so mm-hmm. that's why he just felt a bit weird not to see him earlier. But again, you know, maybe me. Part of me is not even wouldn't be surprised if if we heard that he's that he came to Dolo and said, "Hey." Sakura is playing great. Keep him in, or something like that. Kids. You know, like it's it's <laughs> it's it's within what it would be within the wheelhouse of what we've heard about him and how he approaches the game and how he sees it. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, so you, who knows? For me, for me, I, I like I think my biggest thing with with Giorgio is can we get another year out of him, and then can we parlay that into like the, he's clearly a guy who wants to coach, right? Can he is he the kind of guy that you can then um what you tried with Jordan Harvey before Jordan Harvey wound up in the broadcast booth, right? Can you, can you kind of slide him into a coaching position um, and, and keep around the program for years to come? So, yeah, I mean, we'll find out. I, I'd have to think that he's going to easily end up getting an offer probably before he's ready. Right. Like, because yeah. someone's going to get tired of recycling Allegri or, or Conte at Juve and, <laughs> You know, like I just, don't know though. After Pirlo at Juve, you think so? Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's true. I mean, it's Pirlo is Pirlo, but I don't know. I feel like maybe he, maybe like Venezia, right? Like they they need somebody like a, a team that's kind of like back and forth. Yeah, I mean, there's between there's, and Serie I'm Bay. sure there's going to be a American owner, you know that that that's friends with someone from LAFC and says, "Hey, let me let me get you over there, like you know, mm. get your get your foot in the door, that kind of thing." You know, like world soccer is a different ball game, right? Because are you starting? So are you starting the Giorgio Chiellini to Leeds rumors now? Is that, yeah. is that what this is? Right. Go fix their defense. Yeah. Well, isn't but Venezia's uh, owners, yes. I think, are 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 from our stateside as well. I believe. I think they are. I think they yeah. are stateside owners. That's why yeah. they brought in. That's why they brought in um, the kid like from four Dallas. Americans. Yeah. 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 So you know, we'll see. Yeah. All right, Justin 33W. A lot of people have questioned LAFC's mentality and heart against the Galaxy. This is the first game where we were the antagonist. Hyper-aggressive, getting into their faces and push them around. We took their best hits and didn't crumble. Uh, our mid, though... Curious emoji. Yeah, <laughs> same thing. I, to, to illustrate Justin's point here, when Chica Palacios gets his yellow card for sandwiching Puig in between himself and Ilya, he walks straight up to him as Puig's on the ground, Pooch, whatever his name is. Okay. He's on the ground. Palacios walks up, stands over him, puts a finger in his face, and is like yelling at him. And Pooch is kind of like on, like sitting there on the ground, looking up like a child. And, like he puts a finger up in Palacios' face. 
And it's clear that like Palacios has won this exchange, right? So to I me, mean, again, going back like to what we talked about last three night. Three feet tall as well. So Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's it, it was good to see us go out there and just stick it to them physically, finally. Yeah, I mean, and you saw it. I mean, Mario, Mario taking the dive early in the game, right? Was yeah, you know, like again, it it set the tone in a weird way, right? But you knew you knew that they were the team was about was going to invest in the dark arts to get through this game. Yeah, yeah. right. In the sense, it's like you know a bunch, you know, it's stuff that you would expect. You know, like how they played, how they went about it, how how they kind of handled themselves. It's like, again, you you got to love it because again, it was it's 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 what we've been waiting for in terms of seeing them dig deep and find that, you know, get gritty, be able to win ugly, you know, and then you know, because he said if you can do that, there's enough moments from your from your top end that you're gonna be fine, right? And yep. it says if you can dig deep and just and and make it ugly. So yeah. All right. Next one. Michael Kane beats Raheem Edwards is the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. I love, I love not having to watch him week in and week out. And the fact that he's the one giving up galaxy goals. Perfect. I'm not sure I've ever been more excited to see a, a player uh, fail miserably than, than he <laughs> Right, like you know, <laughs> absolutely, like, man. Like I'm not, I really like. It's it's not that often, you know. Sometimes, like, I love watching like Harry Maguire do poorly at Man United, just because. Yeah, but of even the, that, even that is a little bit but, like. But sometimes even though it's United and an English player and Harry Maguire. It's still kind of like, all right, let the guy go. Yeah, I kind of feel bad <laughs> after a while. I feel not bad about anything that happens to Raheem Edwards in terms of, you know, like the the mishaps that happen to him on the field. Right, yeah, like, I, I think I think it really like I think you you are right. I think it has a lot to do with Bob just forcing him into the into the eleven last year so much um, when it clearly was not a good idea. Um, yeah, I mean, the, I, I never thought that I would miss Marco Farfan more than those those moments. <laughs> and when when Raheem's playing, I'm like, no, 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 yeah. no, no, like give me give me Farfan, like mm. just put him up, just play him on the right side, on the left side of the field, not the right. Right. Yeah. Okay, Sombra Amarath. It should never have been that close, but we got over the line. The final fight was inspirational. That should be the standard for the next two matches. Yeah, I think you got to come out and you got to bully. I, I, I think if you do draw Austin, you got you have got to bully that team, right? You have got to physically bully that team uh, because it's a team that you haven't beat this year. Mm-hmm. Like they've handled you pretty easily. Is it six, six to zero? Did they beat us four zero or four one the last time? Four one. I think they, okay, I so it's six that, to one. Yeah, that they got that they got a consolation goal from. That was four one. Right. In the most recent one, and then two one in the first. Oh, okay. So well, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Six and in two, that one, I believe LAFC had an equalizer that that um, got taken away at one point. Okay, but okay. still gave up two stupid goals. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I, yeah, I think I think it's a team that you have to go out there and physically manhandle a little bit because it's they, they are prone to win some fluky goals against you as well. So don't give them any kind of space to be doing that stuff. Um, yeah, come out and stick it to them. And same with Philly. I think I think Philly. You that's a team that you're gonna. Well, assuming you see Philly, um, it's a team you're gonna have to come out and really battle. Um, to try and rattle them and open up that defense a little bit. I will say of of the top, the top, like the top sides. New York is the one that's playing the best. <laughs> right again, right? Yeah, I mean they, Philly's Philly's come back down to earth quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they didn't look good against Cincinnati tonight, right? Like, yeah, they ended up pulling out a one nil, but the the goal that was scored was kind of out of nowhere and against yeah. them on the plane. Since he looked the better team for for yeah. big stretches of that game, you know, Andre Blake at the stand on his head, you know, that maybe that's the the big changer there, right? Is Andre Blake is just really, really good. Right. And, you know, but again to me, of of your 
semifinal of you know of your conference final teams. You know, I again, I, honestly, I think New York probably has looked the best, and they have the they have the the pedigree right to do it again. And right, right. you know, and yeah. they they look really good when Keaton Parks is on the field, and which is weird, right? Because you know yep. that guy that was another guy that just fell off the face of the planet when it came to the national team. Um, but again, has has looked good in terms of sewing it all together when he's out there. Right? So, you know, I thought they would have dropped off a lot more without without uh, Tati, but Hey Bear looks good. You know, they're doing their thing. And again, you, they still have Maxi. So, you know, yeah. they're, 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 not a, they're not a team to take lightly. Right. Okay, uh, so Lar Rajabnik, save for a few lucky toe pokes, Sifu continued to prove that he's the weak link on the, st- on the starting 11, now that Latif is finally not a starter. As usual, he was walking most of the time, permanently out of position, and put zero hustle in unless he was on the ball. Hollingshead played an incredible game. He's the veteran we need. Finally, someone is filling Beta's shoes. I hope he retires here. He's so smart and calm and uh, even in trouble. Ilya played a near perfect game as usual. Poor guy putting in a double shift covering for Sifu. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you've seen Sifu come back down to earth quite a bit, and and we talked about that in our preview show. Um, he's a young he's a young player who has a lot of promise, but um, he he's also kind of the reason that you want to be able to have that that substitute midfielder. Um, and I like. So far, it hasn't been Mendez, and it doesn't seem to be Latif Blessing either. That's going to make the difference for you coming off the bench. Yeah, Sifu has looked best when we didn't have a, a really good left winger, right? So at th- the times where Sifu looked the best last year was when Rossi had, was, was already on his way out, that kind of mm-hmm. thing, right? Because it gives him room to operate, you know, in, in the half space. And he's fairly good there. Um, again, his his... His build-up play is probably what the thing that we we been the most critical of, um, but for whatever reason, I think he struggled to figure out where where to make the most impact when he has a guy at, ahead of him that's going to do the majority of the dribbling. Versus, I think he's he's yeah. a guy that that seems to want to do similar things to what Puanga and Chicho are doing, right? Or right, is doing. Right. So, he wants to be on the ball and and. You know, trying to—he's he, a ball dominant player. The the second goal starts because he he shuttles that ball all the way from the right wing to the left wing mm-hmm. before finally giving it up. And then I think it's Palacios who inverts because Sifu comes so far out to the left wing, plays it into Palacios, and Palacios is the one who finds Chicho, who's dropped in the midfield at this point. Um, yeah. So I mean, he he does he he he's a ball dominant player. Um. So. All right, uh, Jonathan at Boozology, why not start Giorgio? I don't know why you don't start him. I don't know why. Yeah, I got no, we have no answers for them for anyone either on that his. If you know, Jonathan, let us know. Because I want to know. <laughs> I need the answer. Uh, Seth Rosenwig at Sethosaurus. After tonight, the Leon... CONCACAF Champions League match now sits as number two on the all-time greatest LAFC matches at the bank. Could be. I um again, because I live in Arizona, I I I don't get to see all these home matches all the time. Um so I'll have to take your word for it if you were at the stadium. Um we didn't get to to hear the all the Olays that we did a couple of years ago in the playoffs against against the Zlatan Galaxy, but um, man, it had to have been absolute pandemonium when when that goal from Chicho went in. Yeah, I mean, again, it's it's <clears throat> the bank is a, just a different beast, you know, it is. and especially when we're when LFC's playing into the thirty two fifty two in the second half, it it there's nothing like it. And again, and that's for games that in a regular season games that technically don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're attending, yeah. right? And it's already like that. So I, I, I can only imagine what So in the playoffs like. against Galaxy, oh, just incredible. Oh. All right, here's a good one. Shoulder to shoulder podcast. Hello, pod fam. Uh, what's your 11 for the next round, Josh? I, 
probably you swap. I think either way, I think you swap Segura for Chiellini, and then that's probably about it. That's that it. may be the only change Told that I would you. make. Um, or or you go with the same thing, and then you bring Chiellini in just earlier. Yeah. So again, yeah. I I don't know what is what his fitness level is like. I don't know what what they're seeing. All right, I I just feel safer when he's in there, you know. And so, you know, again, if you think that this is the if this is the back line that gives you the most stability early on, I mean, at least early on the game when when guys are athletic and you need them to stay with them, and as as the opposition tends to tire out, you know, then their and their best guys are a little bit slower, then then maybe that's when Keeling is best suited. So. We'll see, right? Like I said, the you know, the last time we saw him was the um, Nashville game, right? And you know, he was fine. So yeah, he had a couple ninety minute performances as well. So, I, dude, I I I don't know. I think I think maybe it's just that you thought you were going to go up. Maybe the plan was to bring him in at sixty, and then you were still tied right there too, right? Right. What's that? So, I said, and Vela goes down too, so maybe that yeah, Vela goes down hurt. Yeah, changes so. what you want to do there if you want to, you know, you're you to play a little bit more for it or something. I don't know. All right, well, that's it. I, again, plenty of reason to celebrate tonight. Beating the Galaxy, advancing in the playoffs. Team looks convincing, right? Hasn't looked convincing, you know, consistently for a while now. Um. The bank was hopping, and the bank now gets to host a Western Conference semifinal. So, uh, plenty of reason to celebrate, but the job's not done. Hopefully, just 180 more minutes of soccer, and LAFC lifts the MLS Cup. Uh, we put a star in our jersey next year. Uh, anything else for tonight, Josh? No. Enjoy it, LAFC fans. All right, Enjoy. you can follow us at counterpress underscore. You can follow me at Kirk Kinsey. You can follow Josh. LAFC Josh on Twitter. Um, we may try and do another preview episode. I thought that was pretty fun to do. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see about once we find out who's going through from Dallas or Austin. So we'll talk to you then. Good night. Good night.